Hello, Fly Nation, and welcome to the Freestyle Your Life podcast, the one and only podcast inspiring you to live your authentic greatness while teaching you that less is more. I'm your host, Aneste Kallet-Zimmermann. I'm on my mission to help you to be the hero you were meant to be and to live what you came for in life and in business. Remember, the quest we came here for is to discover our true nature, explore our potential and share it by living. Today, my dear listeners in Fly Nation, I have Greg Schweitzer with me and he is an NLP practitioner and he just got listed in the association there and uh, congrats on that. And he's working on on uh, time um, techniques, on hypnotherapy and everything and methods that are useful to um, bring your, make your dream come through. Absolutely. Is it, uh, is it said right by that? Yeah, um, absolutely. Great. And so that's why I invited uh, Greg today to... Um, help us structure a little bit because uh, all the listeners and myself uh, sometimes work on on several things but it's a it's a real mess of of methods and everything right we've heard this and that but we don't know exactly uh, what to what course to take or whatever and and it's sort of overwhelming this this uh, complete field there and you are the catalyst um, for transfer, Catalyst Transformation Institute, that's, that's so many right. times must, must be, um, that's, that's uh, your company there. And please share with us, Greg, what you are doing there and how you help people shift their fears, their anxiety, whatever they have. Sure, sure. So Catalyst, yeah, Catalyst Transformation Institute is the name I chose for the company because the truth of the matter is, is when transformation happens, the person themselves transforms themselves. It's just that sometimes we need a little help to be able to see through some of the, um, the fog, if you will, sometimes to be able to make those shifts happen and keep them permanent. And so my job is not to change the person. My job is to be the catalyst that allows them to be able to change and create the life that they've really been looking for to get past the baggage and the str uh, struggles and the frustrations so that they can then in turn focus on the great things they want and the, the, the more compelling future. And so that's why I chose that particular name. Now, one of the things I really work on with people is that um, I consider myself a freedom fighter. Mm -hmm. And my job is to help coach other people to be freedom fighters as well. Because everybody, everybody in life and in business is looking for freedom and especially fulfillment. And uh, there's just stuff that gets in the way. And so my job is to, as a freedom fighter and to help other people be a freedom fighter, is just really learn what's the best ways for us to fight for our lives, to fight for our freedom um, in a way that we get that freedom. It's interesting because freedom doesn't come for free. <laughs> We've got to work at it. And so that's what my job is, is to kind of help people know how to be able to navigate all of those pieces so that they can be free and fulfilled. Yeah. And that's what, uh, what uh, brought me up to you, actually because the, the freedom fighter, I just love this and I'm such a fan of freedom. And for me, uh, freedom, for example, is uh, as an entrepreneur to have my business in my laptop, right? So if I'm doing the interviews, of course, I'm in the studio there, but all the other time when I'm just working on something, I'm on my terrace or I'm traveling a lot. 
and um, that's uh, possible with the system how I did set it up right so for me this is freedom and fulfillment I'm doing what I love and I can inspire uh, uh, my listeners out there and I bring up highly inspiring guests who really love themselves what they do and uh, and share really uh, life-changing uh, stories that's what's fulfilling me that's why i'm doing the podcast or the summit that's good and you know one of the things i love about what you're sharing here is uh, you shared what uh, uh what freedom looked like for you and i think that's an important thing for everybody to remember is that um your flavor of freedom is your own and uh somebody else might have a different flavor somebody might want location independence and I can run my life and my, my business from my computer. And other people may want some different version of that. And that's perfectly okay. The nice thing is, is that there are some consistent ways about how we, how we function as human beings and how we perform as human beings um, that can get you there. And so a lot of those are very fairly consistent. It's just that the result is what your flavor of freedom and fulfillment looks like. So. Right, and of course, it's it's something else for everybody, right? But uh, we all strive uh, for fulfillment and uh, and and for freedom, and uh, yeah, to do what we are here for, right? Exactly. So we have to first find it, of course, and then uh, instead of doing a nine-to-five job we we don't love, and uh, yeah, be thinking on the weekend and on retirement and holidays, whatever. Um, it's just you feel it if people love what they do or if they just do it for the money right it's a whole different uh, feeling so um, I would love to to you to share a little bit how you work um, with with your clients is there a process or um, do they have of course, they, they say what problem they have, right? So you decide what method m- may be appropriate. And then it, you're working one-on-one, or how does all this go? That's a great question. So what's fun about the, um, for me about the work that I do is that uh, people can uh, have uh, several different ways that they can engage me and be able to work with me. Uh, sometimes it's simple as one-on-one, what I call um, NLP SIT sessions which SIT just stands for strategic interference targeting. And so whatever's interfering with somebody, we might be able to have a single session and, and handle that particular limiting belief or, or that particular negative emotion that's getting in the way. So that's one option that people can do individual mm-hmm. sessions with me. Um, I also do some trainings and events and uh, those kinds of things as well so people can engage around those. And then um, I do have one-on-one coaching, which is um, kind of a, a more uh, specialized application process, if you will, where um, I can coach people for six months to a year at a time, and it becomes a full, a, a full program at that particular point in time that uh, engages with what the person wants. Uh, um, but uh, the truth of the matter is, is anytime we want to feel differently, we can do that very quickly, almost instantaneously. But when we have something that we want to achieve in terms of a goal or something like that, that takes time. And so that's why the coaching programs are, are set up for those as well. So it gives people uh, fair, uh, several different options to be able to engage with me. I have one other option where um, uh, we call an NLP breakthrough session, and that's a six to eight hour full day with me 
where mm -hmm. we go through and just pretty much reboot everything about you as your person, uh, your goals, your, your abilities, your beliefs, and all those kinds of things. And it's really kind of like a really, a really nice refresh, and it's a complete game changer for people. So I try to give as many options as I can for people to be able to engage with me in a way that I believe is going to be helpful to them. So that would, um, what I understand, mostly NLP and uh, reframing be the method? Um, NLP is, is uh, reframing is just one piece of the NLP mm -hmm. uh, network of, of, of information and, and techniques and stuff that are available. NLP is a, a, a concept based on modeling, meaning what is, what is working, what has been successful, and be able to figure out what those pieces are, and then model those. And so a lot of times when I'm helping somebody change a belief or a behavior, um, we model this based on what, how other people have gotten that same success before. And my job is to help them just be able to um, install that in themselves so they can do that. And so uh, that's kind of the, the nature of how NLP works. And so NLP is one of the tools that I use through the various ways that I work with people um, through you know, strategic coaching, uh, NLP sessions, could be hypnosis sessions or time technique sessions, and all those pieces kind of come into play. So I've got a, a tool belt to be able to help people with whatever they're working on. Mm -hmm. So we need to say, of course, what is NLP because uh, we are we're talking the insider talk here, but people yeah. might not know. So this is neurolinguistic programming. What you are, what we are talking about here, and this is a, a very um, famous. I I did it myself, and mm -hmm. I still use it um, method. Well, to uh, not only to reframe, but also to reframe things from the past, not to hold on things, what happened, happened, but we need to come to an acceptance, what was and what is, right? And to have a brighter future and to uh, fulfill our dreams, we need to let go of the past, right? And uh, not hold our emotions in there. And it's also, of course, modeling, the, the life what, what is right so this is observing what is what are the strengths what is the weakness what uh, what is good what is not working good and all this comes together and you sort of supervisor to to um um to point out what would be the best right Sure. And you know what's interesting is a lot of the people that I work with um, already have uh, various different levels of success and happiness in their lives. And that's a good thing. Um, and so my job is to be able to kind of help them see what they don't see. As good as we yeah. are about things in our lives is that it's, it's, um, we can't see our own junk. <laughs> we can't yeah. see our own baggage sometimes. And so for me to be able to uh, be trained, to be able to listen and be able to notice things in people that they may not have known that was holding them back, I can bring that to their attention. Sometimes just by bringing it to their attention, that awareness transforms them. But even yes. if it doesn't, we've got some, some tools to be able to handle those things. And so um, sometimes just uh, improving and getting past baggage is just being able to be aware that, that it even exists. And then from there, there's specific ways to handle them. And I think that's really what the core of being a freedom fighter is, is that, um, yeah, we got to fight for it. But sometimes we haven't been taught very well how to fight. <laughs> Yeah, right. Sure. We've been taught the manual for how to use our brain and our, and our hearts and those kinds of things. And so part of my job is to be able to train and coach people on how to be able to engage and be a freedom fighter in a way that, A, you, number one, you know what's a threat and what's not a threat in your life and your business. But B, also, what are the, what are the methods of battle uh, that are going to actually work? Because people are out there swinging hard and they're actually working hard on 
things and just sometimes those things aren't working and they're not sure what to do next. And um, I just firmly yeah. believe we don't have to struggle as hard as we do sometimes. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's easier if we have somebody from the outside who is trained on that, right? And, and looks like from the eager perspective as we so often stand in our own way, right? And part of freestyle life um, is, is exactly what you do to, to um, reframe the past, to model what is and to find out what we really there for and to do that and not improving the, the weaker parts, but to do what we love because that's fulfilling and, and most of the other things doing for money might not as much as when we live our purpose and do what we are meant to do, right? Um, so this it's, is, it's important for people to realize that when they are struggling sometimes, um, a lot of times it's, it's we're doing this to protect ourselves and to help ourselves. It's just, and our motives are pure, but our methods sometimes don't work in being able to do what we intended to do. And that's really the difference um, yeah. maker that when you and I work with people. That's what we do is like um, people have mostly positive uh, motives around trying to do whatever they're trying to do. It's just their methods and their rules for life have either worn out or they never worked to begin with. And our job is to help them find the right ones that are going to work. Exactly. And I'm sure you, uh, Greg, uh, did, did struggle with that before too, right? Oh, absolutely. And this is why I have coaches yeah. in my life as well, as they can yeah. help me things that I don't see and, and help me grow into the next best version of myself as well. So, yeah. Exactly. So most of the time in our midlife, uh, when, when, yeah, when, when we get to know ourselves really, right? We don't yeah. know ourselves in, in teenage years, but nowadays when, when we move through lives and, and uh, um, made our experiences and find out what we really uh, love and what our motivators are, right, to do something um, and to change also. And mm -hmm. um, that's, that's, that's the whole thing in, in there. It's a process. That's a transformation, right? That's not just like done like that because we have been on this path maybe 30, 40, 50 years. So we, we, we cannot uh, expect to, to be at a coach and just like that change it, right? Because we, we are trained so much. It's, it's a habit and, uh, and we have to unlearn it and and uh, replace it to better habit that serves us better of course and yes. uh, somebody from outside and that's why we still have um, our coaches ourselves right because those people can see from the outside and have a clear look which you cannot see if you're focused on on your way you're sort of like like the horse right is everything is blocked and you can't see what it's around. So that's very, very necessary to, yeah, to help people see what they can't see. That's one part of our job. So um, how, um, could, could, could you give us a, a little example or so, so people get to know what, what you're doing exactly there? 
uh, when you say example, you're just like how, I, how I've worked with people in the past or what, what do you specifically Yeah, do? or with me or just uh, NLP might not be uh, uh, as familiar of, uh, for, for most of the people as it, of course, is for us. So yes, yes. this is very abstract for people. Sure. So how I would preface that is that in life, there is a way things work. You were talking about process, but there's a way that things work and there's a way that they don't work. Mm -hmm. Right. And so one of the, one of the key elements about NLP in the modeling process is to understand and you know, that there is a way that things work. And then when you discover how those things work, meaning even the negative things have a thing, have a way that they work and even positive things have a, have a way that those things work, mm -hmm. um, be able to discover what those things are, how, how they work, and then be able to leverage them in a way so that you are changing your strategy for how you approach certain situations. Meaning if I'm in a relationship and I am, I've been married for 18 years and wow. in our marriage, we need to have some communication happening between us, right? On a regular basis. Yes. Sometimes that communication may not be as fruitful as, as it, as it could be simply because the strategy for which maybe I try to get a point uh, across to my wife, my strategy may not be working really pretty well because it's not, I'm not really speaking her language. It doesn't something that resonates with her. And so by me being able to learn a little bit about the differences about how, uh, how things work, um, I can try a different approach with my wife. My wife is very much a, um, uh, she likes to receive practical types of things to show that she has been loved. So, for example, if I were to do the dishes or help around the house, okay. show me. Kind of stuff, sure. Show me. Yeah. Don't talk. Show me. That's right. Show me, right? That kind of a thing. And so that works for her. In return, there might be a different way she needs to approach me. And so that's just one area where I'm just giving an example of how people have a strategy for every single thing that they do in their life. Even the way you get up in the morning. Some people put their pants on first and some people jump in the shower first and some people brush their teeth first and some people get their coffee first. Every person has a strategy for everything that they do. And so um, working in, in the field of coaching and NLP is to be able to recognize what are those strategies and to see if that strategy is actually still working to get them what they want. That's it. And That's exactly it. If it's not, then we fix yeah. that. Yeah. Thanks so much for this. I always love to speak here in examples and in, in really life stories uh, because it's much easier for the listener to, to understand. It's not abstract, so uh, everybody can relate with this uh, example with, with your wife. So um, just to take a relationship, right? So we know everybody can relate uh, to that. So sometimes men and women are from several different um, universes, right? So we all know that and we just don't understand each other because in the most of the times, um, many people don't communicate what they want and they don't put in their mind what, how the other could react, right? So if you know your wife is just like that and she just loves to be shown me by the way too um, that uh, you deeply care about her and love her also she obviously might know after 18 years but she still is in the way that she yeah she just loves greg to show it right and you know that because you know her quite a long time right so um, if we, if we are more like, uh, yeah, 
like a machine working inside, right? I'm just missing the English word. I'm still a German native. Um, um, yeah, to, to, to try to understand each other, especially in a relationship and not just, oh, this is my wish and that is what I want. And I don't care what manner she reacts on the best. Right. So somebody is 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 really is is the type for for audio and for listening, uh, and the other one is very visual, like me. I am. So everybody is different, and the more we experience and get to know the other, the more we are likely to have fun and less problems. Right. That's right. That's right. Well, I think it's important to remember too that. Um, just being aware of the fact that people communicate slightly differently, at least the way that they process information. Um, and I may be using specific words in a relationship, like say with my wife, um, those words mean something different to her, at least slightly different, and it, it doesn't get received in the same way. And so, you know, um, the meaning of communication is the response that you get. And this is important because I think when we're working with people, when we're communicating with people, that if something doesn't work, um, a lot of times people move to a negative feeling and they stay there. They're like, yes. oh, this isn't working. And what's, what's, what's important about that is to realize that, that that negative emotion is just telling you that there's a better way out there. We need to realize that that's not the final end of the story that we feel negative. That's actually a place of learning. That it says, this is yes. feedback telling you that this didn't quite work as well, so what else can you do to make this better? And it really gives us some feedback to know how to be able to adjust and then do some fine tuning. And once we do the fine tuning, then we can find out exactly what does work. And once you find that out, um, everything after, after that can be much simpler. A relationship is going to be so much easier and it won't be as much work because now you've figured out the best way to relate to each other. When you're yes. working in your, in your career, in your business, you're going to find out the things that are working for you and you can put those on autopilot like habits or put them in your schedule. Yeah. And now that's, that's just how you are and what you do. And that's how you show up instead of struggling so hard and forcing it through willpower. It now becomes the new normal of how you operate, and that's a nice way to live. Yeah, because uh, as it becomes a habit, right, it's not that we have to think about it. So going on autopilot, right? And that's what uh, we learn to unlearn habits, right? Brushing the teeth, I do it with the right hand. So everybody does it different, and if you want to, do it on the other side. It's, it feels like so strange, right? Because I've, I've done it over 50 years on the right side, right? Of course, I can unlearn it and, and uh, make it a new habit with the left uh, hand side here. But then I have to think it. If I take my right hand, it's just autopilot. I don't even have to think it. That's right. right? That's right. So and that's... Interesting thing about habits. Well. So you I bring up a really, you just now. Please repeat the sentence. Sure. I said you bring up an interesting point about habits. Um, and it, uh, it's interesting because old habits never die. They mm -hmm. actually have to be replaced. And so when yes. people are trying to, trying to stop doing something, uh, our, our brains don't know how to don't. <laughs> it's like, yes. don't brush your nails. Our brains don't know how to don't do anything. But yes. what we can do is we can say, do this instead. And we can, we can replace that old habit with a new, better um, more uh, uh, authentic and better version of, of, the, of the habit. And then now our lives completely change. But just trying to, to stop a habit is, is not as fruitful 
um, as actually just replacing it with something better. Yes, because then there is, there is the sort of the hole, right? We, we stop, um, want to stop something, but yeah, we have to fill this place with the, the better habit uh, version, whatever uh, we, we, we seek for, right? That's right. That's right. So if, uh, just coming to my mind, if somebody wants to stop smoking, what would be the... Um, so we shouldn't just say stop smoking, but what should we replace it with? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it's just coming to my mind. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people don't know this, but um, it's less often that, that people have an issue uh, stop smoking because of the nicotine. It's actually the sugar that's in uh, uh, cigarettes and those kinds of things that actually create an addiction for people. And so oftentimes... Um, people can create a new habit like chewing gum or things like that. It's that every time it feels like I'm going to put a cigarette in my mouth, instead I put a, a stick of gum in my mouth or something like that. It's replacing the habit. Um, the other thing to consider too when, when, uh, when you're looking at like a habit like smoking um, is that uh, to discover, well, why did I pick up smoking to begin with? What need am I trying to meet by smoking? And if you can find a better a more elegant way to meet that need that's healthier for you, your body will accept it and say, hey, let's do that instead. Because not only does it make my body feel better, but I also feel better that I'm taking care of myself. And so really taking a look at why do I do what I do? What is the need I'm trying to meet by taking on this activity? And then therefore, what's the better activity? This is the same thing I talked about before, which is the motive and the method. The motive is I'm trying to do something to meet a need, but my yes. method meaning putting a cigarette in my mouth is not the best method for me to be able to use to meet that need. And so I can replace those methods and the brain and the body will, will go, I'll accept that. And it becomes a new habit. Okay. So this goes back to, um, observing ourselves and becoming aware. Sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you can do that either by just starting to pay a little bit more attention to what you're doing and why you're doing it. And on top of that, you can seek the help of other people like a coach or even a family member say, hey, what do you notice in me that I'm not noticing? And then you can start creating an awareness around something. Once you have an awareness, then you can use your willpower to purposely change those behaviors and change those activities um, and your mindset around those things um, on purpose. But awareness itself needs to happen first. Because, yeah, totally agree, Greg. And because it's, it's unbelievable how much we actually do on autopilot. Meaning unconsciously, right? Yes. So uh, if we should write down what, we, what thousands of things we had uh, done at the end of the day, it's nearly impossible because we, we're doing so much we even don't realize and, and, and um, becoming more present in the moment just me and you and the listeners talking here, not doing other things, um, is one step to it, right? It is. It is. Uh, and you know, it's interesting. A good example of that, if, if our listeners were, were to imagine uh, or remember a time when they got into their vehicle to drive somewhere, and when you arrive at that place, all of a sudden you have this sensation like, uh, did I stop at the stoplights? Did I stop at the stop signs? How did I get here? Because we're so on autopilot sometimes that even driving from to places that are familiar, yeah. we may not even remember if we stopped at the stoplights or stuff like that. And we get a little bit nervous about it. Yeah. This is how powerful habits can be. And uh, uh, people don't realize the weight of a habit until, uh, until they 
in, until they experience something that goes, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize I did that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. it's, I, I experienced that myself and it's really incredible. It's incredible. And um, um, just to share this short, I was, uh, <laughs> I am still a single mom raising two sons and with two companies and of course uh, and a dog and and a partner and um, garden whatever I ever thousands of things to do everybody can imagine and I just could manage to do the, the most important thing never everything but the most important thing as I was really multitasking genius so I did so six to seven things at a time um pretty good uh, but of course i wasn't present at everything that i did yeah. right and um yeah but i did uh, i did it too long and too much and uh, this really blew my mind and and then i lost my consciousness and then i knew what <laughs> what is uh, what is really um going on unconsciously right because i had to retrain all the things due to cancer so right there's an important distinction between um being conscious and being present and what i mean by that is that all habits every single habit we ever have is in our subconscious brain it's not in our conscious brain we're not yes. aware of those things it's in our subconscious but see we can do things unconsciously and still be present but we can we, we don't necessarily just because we're present doesn't necessarily mean that we're being conscious and so it's an interesting distinction between the two because i want people to be able to realize that it's good for you to turn things over to habit especially the healthy um, things that are really ecological and good for a person turn those over to habit and you can still be present um, in those moments you just aren't necessarily conscious of what you're doing so um, people don't have to think about walking anymore, right? They don't have to consciously think about that anymore because their body just does it, okay? So you're maybe present in your walking, but you're necess not necessarily conscious of how you're doing the process. And so that's an important distinction that um, you don't have to be uh, consciously aware of everything that you're doing in the moment. As a matter of fact, our brains are designed not to do that because uh, if you were to be quiet for a minute and just listen, the amount of information and data and stuff that's coming at us in terms of the clocks ticking and people breathing and little fans running that we don't Yeah, really it's use. tremendous. That's right. We're, so, we're designed to be able to filter some of that stuff out so that we can actually focus. And so um, just be aware that uh, when you're working on things, you don't, you don't necessarily need to be or want to be consciously aware of every specific, specific piece because we would get into overload. And that's honestly what happens in people's lives when they get to overwhelm. Overwhelm is too much chunks of information coming at us and we don't know how to, our brains can't actually process that and therefore we get into the stuck mindset and we feel negative in a lot of ways. So a lot of ways to get out of that stuckness is just to start thinking and focusing on something specific and moving in that direction and that'll get you back into momentum. Right, because uh, often there, there are too many things and we even don't know on which to act first, right? That we all know that from business. Or we are acting on other people's agenda. Mm -hmm. Right? So right. Um, this, this all leads to, to uh, procrastination, which is, of course, really bad. But it's, uh, it's a, a big part of it. It's, it's self-made. Right? We are in our own way. That's right. 
self-sabotaging, right? That's right. And once we start realizing that we did that to ourselves, we can also realize that we now have the power to undo that to yes. ourselves. And this is, this is the great hope of being a human person. We have human agency. We have the ability to change directions, right? We can take U-turns. And so when we get stuck in a certain way or we have some, some things going on in our life that are negative or unhappy or we just don't want anymore, it's good to know that a lot of those things we created for ourselves and therefore we still have the same power to turn and uh, create something better, something different, something new. Once you start realizing that you have that kind of power inside yourself, life becomes a whole lot different. It's a game changer. Yeah, thanks for that, uh, Greg. Because really, we... we we need to to see we created most of the stuff in our life ourselves right we are not conscious about it but as we are in the process of becoming aware of whatever is going on and what is not good for us this is exactly the freestyle your life process right and uh, which i had to do myself first because i had this problem exactly that and um That is the transformation to really let go of things and the backpack there we, we are carrying, which after really becoming aware and observing what's going on, mm -hmm. we decide, no, that's not good for me. Or this person to be with this person or around there or this situation, right? Just because we've done it five years uh, in the past doesn't mean we have to go on the next five years like that if we realize, well, that's not, that sucks. That's not good for us, right? So no. we come to the, to a change and to, to restyling. So freestyling is free yourself from things that suck. And that's how we just explained needs to become aware and, and, and present and observe what's going on there. If everything is okay, fine, nothing to change. Right. But right. if there are some things that could work out better or some goals that could be reached better, in another way and um, then we we need to yeah just take up the the status quo and and look where we are and where we want to go and the best way of course is to to work with a with a coach who can see all this picture who can see what we can see as long as we are inside right Yeah, and it's important for us to remember that there's a spectrum to freedom, meaning um, oftentimes people think in terms of freedom as running away from some sort of pain, like freedom from, you know, my emotional baggage, freedom from my old behaviors, freedom from these particular people or this particular pain. And that's true, but it's not the whole story. You see, we get freedom from things, and then we get freedom for other things. And this is where you start creating your compelling future. Part of the problem is people get so hung up on their past um, or their negative pains and those kinds of things. They want to get freedom from that, that they can't see a compelling future anymore. And that becomes a problem because then people won't even allow themselves to desire what they don't mm -hmm. believe to transpire. If we, yes. we stop dreaming 
then we get stuck even more and we all we can see is the negative types of things and so freedom has a spectrum to it and then yes it's important to get freedom from some things but you also got to pay attention to what's that freedom for what is the next best thing what is the next version of my great life going to look like and when we work those two pieces together it's a powerful one-two punch that allows us to move in the direction of our dreams finally that's great that that's that's just great so um greg we are nearly at the end here of our interview time and uh, what would you love to leave the listeners with ah great question it was a last sentence by the way you just mentioned there it's, it's exactly that and by the way if we don't dream or strive for 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 the better right we're What, what sort of life is this, right? But so many people, they, they, they are in the, in the red race and that's really sad. It is. It is, it is. And so I guess what I would say as a final point to the listeners is that um, you don't have to settle for less than what's, what you really, really want. Um, there's a way things work and, and, By understanding those things, you can now put yourself back in power around your life and your dreams and your goals. And so have hope. See, hope is not necessarily a strategy, but hope is foundational. We begin with hope and we build on top of that. So I'm just sharing with you because if you heard my story, I came from a place of some massive struggle and challenges. And I felt like there had to be a better way. And I went on a massive mission to go find out what those things are. And that's where I've gotten to where I am today. I don't have the answer to every single thing, but I've got a whole lot more now than I ever did before. And you can too. So you don't have to settle for less than what you really want and you can put yourself back in power. Thanks so much. Amazing, Greg. Thank you very much. Yeah, because I always love to uh, sort of do a summary for our listeners here and uh, to, to bring it to the point. Uh, to, to leave them with real tips and takeaways. So thanks so much for being here, for your summary and tips and uh, methods you shared. That was amazing. Well, bless my socks off and thank you for the invitation. And I'm, I'm, I'm certainly glad to uh, have, have been part of this. You're so welcome. And I will mention everything in the show notes, right? So listeners can, uh, can look it up and... Uh, Whoever want to reach out to you, you're there to help, right? I welcome any conversation. If somebody wants to reach out to me, I'd love to, I'd love to chat. Okay, great. So thanks so much and have a wonderful day. It's eight o'clock in the evening here. What, what, where are you? Which time zone? It's right at lunchtime here where I'm at. I'm in, I'm in mountain time zone in, in Idaho in the United States. Idaho. Okay. So yeah. you have your day in front of you and I'm in the evening. So Thanks for listening in, Fly Nation. Thanks, Greg, to be here to spend your time and inspire my, uh, my tribe here. And uh, have a lovely day, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening in. I hope you got new inspiration to seek help and surrender to love no matter what situation you're in. Hopefully, you could take away that transformation is possible. By getting the right support, you can embrace life joyfully and enjoy your life on your own authentic terms. Please rate and review the Freestyle Your Life podcast on freestyle-your-life.com podcast. If you like today's talk, 
and make sure you qualify for the amazing I Love the Fly podcast giveaway by subscribing and referring three friends to the Freestyle Life podcast. All experts and myself are happy to assist and support you. Just reach out to us. Thanks for joining us today and don't forget to tune in next Thursday and listen in to your next inspiration on how to freestyle your life. You'll learn another priceless shortcut on how to break free and restyle your life on your own authentic terms. Becoming authentically you will ease your life and business. Remember Fly Nation, break free and fly. Looking forward to talk to you next Thursday. Bye.